Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation and is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. We invite you to learn more by visiting healthcareexperience.org. Well, I am so excited, Tiffany, uh, to uh, have a co- have this time to have a conversation with you. And uh, I know you were with us in August, and I'm so glad you're able to be with us again. So we're talking about cultural humility. And so my first question for you, Tiffany, is why is cultural humility essential in a leader's journey to grow within this context of diversity, equity, and inclusion? So first off, thank you for having me again. I, I think you all are doing amazing work. And so it's an honor to participate again. So why is cultural humility essential? I think it's essential to how we relate to the people we work with and the people we serve. As we engage over uh, a very diverse work environment, we create inclusive spaces by welcoming people to show up just as they are and helping them to feel like they belong. And so in order to do this, we have to show up respectfully and willing to learn about cultural experiences different from our own. So when we talk about equity, in order to operate fairly, in order to break down barriers that prevent some people from achieving their full potential, which, of course, is what equity is about, we have to show up with cultural humility in order to hear the lived experiences of people so that we even know how to work towards equity. So I think when we talk about working in those diverse environments, when we talk about creating equitable spaces, when we talk about creating inclusive spaces uh, where people can show up and feel like they belong, cultural humility is foundational to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, uh, I I love where you started, where we relate to people, both those who come to work every day and serve in the space of healthcare and the patients and family members who come to us to receive that care. And I always think that the definition of equity is so powerful when I think about it. So thank you for, you know, really uh, bringing that into our conversation today about all of us reaching our full potential, not only in the work that we aspire to, but also for our patients to receive equitable care, right? Reaching their full uh, potential in their healthcare journey. Because clearly, as you say, it's different for all of us with the diversity of populations that we serve. Uh, So when you think about it, what have you seen as risks without cultural humility? So I think when we talk about a a space where there is a lack of cultural humility, this can really be at the root of bias. So without taking the time to listen to people, to learn from them, to learn about them, we risk relying on stereotypes. The results of this can range from being exclusive to being offensive to being really clinically harmful. It can lead to cognitive bias in diagnosing, which can result uh, in outcomes like some patients not being offered potential treatment solutions because of a conscious or unconscious bias about their cultural group. It can lead to patients being unheard or not taken seriously. A lack of cultural humility can lead to culturally irrelevant recommendations uh, that can result in readmissions uh, or or a patient really not being able to follow through with the care that that is uh, provided or recommended for them. 
Having cultural humility helps us listen to our patients and provide culturally relevant care without relying on stereotypes. Without cultural humility, our conscious or our unconscious stereotypes can flourish, negatively impacting patient care. And as you, you point out, I always think not just about uh, only the people we serve, which obviously is the reason why we do what we do, uh, but the people that we serve with, because we could not do it without. So when we consider how we relate to our people, uh, our team members, if we do so without cultural humility, we risk seeing the world only through our own lens. We evaluate other people's situations according to our own experiences. I think about the book, uh, What If? Short Stories to Spark Inclusion and Diversity Dialogue by Dr. Steve L. Robbins, which introduces the term empocentric. Uh, it's one of the things I remember most from his book. And, and really, when we talk about being empocentric, it's the opposite of being empathetic. It's about uh, a person evaluating someone else's situation through their own values and experiences rather than through the experience of the person actually in the situation. When we talk about cultural humility, when we practice cultural humility, it helps us to learn and to lean into other people's reality rather than imposing our own reality on them. And so when we talk about working with our team members, when we talk about what it means for us uh, to do the, the things that we do to live out our missions together, it's important that we do so uh, practicing cultural humility as we also, of course, engage in diverse teams, just like we engage with uh, diverse populations of patients. Yeah. Well, not only did you provide a powerful list of implications when we don't bring in cultural humility, but thank you for that resource uh, uh, that you referenced. What if? I have just wrote that down to put that on my list. I have not read that book. So thank you. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, awesome. At, you know, as we think, uh, continue to think about uh, this topic of cultural humility, if you are a leader really committed to advancing in this area, what is important for you to do or to know? So what kind of recommendations, advice, uh, specific strategies, tactics, or practices can you offer us today uh, for and for the participants who are eagerly awaiting that answer? Sure. So leaders who are committed to practicing cultural humility are committed to a lifelong journey of respecting people of cultural backgrounds different than their own. We come together for this educational experience, but we don't spend uh, a couple of days or even a couple of sessions with you all and think we graduate uh, from this work. At the root of cultural humility uh, is a lifelong commitment, and, and any leader that is committed to this journey understands that. Uh, a leader committed to cultural humility is committed to showing up to cross-cultural interactions uh, by first checking our own egos at the door and engaging in open, respectful dialogue with people around us. It is important to be self-aware and to engage in self-reflection and critique, recognizing those things we learn about culture, some learned in formal settings, some in informal settings, and frankly, some things that we probably might need to unlearn. So when we talk about um, 
following our, our cross-cultural encounters that we may be involved in, it's also important to take time for self-reflection, uh, to take the time after a cross-cultural encounter to say, what did I do well in this encounter? What can I do differently next time? When leaders value cultural humility, uh, they will see themselves as partners to the people around them. Uh, of course, thinking about our patients, their family members, they are partners in their care. They understand uh, what, what they have been experiencing, and they're telling us this uh, to help us in, in figuring out the best way to care for them. Uh, we think about being partners to uh, all of the people on our team. Uh, each person has an important role. Our other team members and other units and departments and other parts of the healthcare system are all important uh, to caring for our patients. And cultural humility uh, recognizes that. It's about practicing mutual empowerment. A commitment to cultural humility is really a commitment to seeing each person's individual needs and respecting them. And any leader that's committed to advancing cultural humility will understand that uh, and consider it important to every interaction that they have. Thank you, Tiffany. Uh, so insightful. Uh, some of the things that uh, I really connected with is it's a lifelong journey. So stay in the game, right? And how we show up truly does matter. Uh, checking that ego at the door, right? Bringing our own humility into uh, into being. And recognizing that how we show up really impacts how others then show up, uh, which I can imagine creates that space you were talking about for people to really feel seen, heard, valued, and that sense of belonging uh, that you mentioned earlier that is so important. Um, and that all important advice of reflection, right? With kindness and grace for ourselves, right? Absolutely. That it is a continual journey. We're not talking about perfection, but the power uh, of that self-awareness and taking that pause to really self-reflect uh, on any given situation that we can continue to learn from. Powerful, powerful yeah. indeed. Tiffany, thank you. thank you so much. My last question for you is, is there anything that you haven't been able to share yet that you would like to end with today? Uh, again, I, I think you said it. Uh, to remember that that this is a journey that we're all on. Nobody is perfect. We're we're all here because we're learning and we're growing, and and it's important to uh, remove shame from the conversation. That that this isn't about. Uh, honing in on that time when we were imperfect and, and, and letting shame lead the way. It's instead about taking that self-reflection and figuring out how we get better and better and better at our interactions across cultural um, differences and really showing up with humility uh, in a way that is constantly focused on staying on this journey, staying in the game, to use the language you provided for us, and really being committed for a lifetime to how we interact with the people around us. Excellent. Excellent. Again, Tiffany, thank you for being with us today. Uh, always a pleasure to spend time with you. Likewise. Thank you for having me again. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.